Hola amigos, and welcome back. Como esta, bitches. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome back to another Albumholics episode. We got a, another top 10 for you guys. This time, top 10 favorite guitar solos inspired by a video that Andy made me look up again <laughs> for November Rain with by Guns N' Roses. Um, so yeah, uh, you ready to get started? Always ready. Always ready, baby. All right. Uh, I have. I feel like we we might have one or two that are the same on here. Unless I one maybe. Okay. All right. At least one. I'm gonna when I announce it. I'm gonna say who the guitar player played it first if I know who it is, and then I'll say the song. Oh, you want to you want us to start like that? Yeah. Why not? If you know, if you know it. Because I'm be honest, I have a few on here that I don't think they're actually played by a member of the band. Really? Like a studio musician. Oh, okay. Actually, and one's technically not even on a guitar. Yeah. Yeah, I have. So. I have one on here that I was very conflicted because there's not like one solo that I like, but there's like eight solos in it that I really like. So, um, but all right, yeah, I'll start uh, since it's mine. All right. So which one's Holy Wars? Uh, Holy Wars is not on here. Five Magics. <laughs> you said eight solos and I thought of the two the two songs of me that I could think of that had alright um, no I'm going to start uh, with a solo from Mark Knopfler ah so this is either Money for Nothing or Sultan's a Swing it is Sultan's for Sultan's a Swing yeah yeah, I I'm terrible with names, by the way, so I won't. Mark Knopf, you got it pretty close. Yeah, but so. I will, well, I'm just saying, like I'll probably never be able to guess any of yours. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Sultan's a swing. Um, he has he has quite a few little solos throughout that song, um, and once it gets to the final solo at the end, um, it's just really great, like picking style that mm. I think he has, and just it's the finger picking. Yeah, yeah, his. How he plays it's, his guitar yeah, the whole it's time. How he plays, um, it sounds really cool. It's really technical. Like, I think this is one that I consistently see on like top yeah. lists of guitar solos. So it is a very good one. I thought about putting it on mine. It's not on there though. Yeah. So yeah, Sultan's a Swing, Dire Straits, by Mark, not Fleur. Yeah. No, that's something like that. That's, that's right. All right. What's your number ten? All right. I'm just gonna start right off the bat. Yeah. Played by Dave Mustaine. <laughs> the all best right. part of any live show. Which one? Right when he cranks that volume knob all the way up and you can hear the feedback. Yeah. His solo at the end of Holy Wars. Uh-huh. The okay. very last one. The one, like I said, in the song you can hear yeah. him in the studio turning the volume knob to 10. Yep. And then just crushing the solo in one take. Yeah. I think it's my favorite part of every, the end of every Megadeth. Just watching him. Yeah. Just- and how... Fucking one, Ted's super technical. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I wanted to try to keep it on favorite you said, but God, I just love this mm-hmm. solo so much. Yeah, so do I. I I I didn't put that one on here, but I thought about it. Yeah, I felt like it for me. Um, there's there's just too many. There's so, so many that I love. So, but I I I always look forward to that section of those. Yeah, the concert when you see him live is right when he whips out that solo. One, yeah. it's also. Bittersweet, because it's also the end of the song, the, the and, song and the concert. And yep. God, yeah. it just sounds so good. Especially, but, 
how well he writes they write the build up to the solo mm-hmm. like you're just ready for it and then it doesn't happen then you're ready for it and it doesn't happen and yeah. all of a sudden it's just, it just you just hear that it. you hear that volume knob and the feedback off yeah. the amps and then just rips into like a minute long solo yeah it's just so. one of the reasons why I love Dave because he can play lead guitar yeah and do great solos yeah like he that. plays the entire song on rhythm and then just rips out the main solo for the <laughs> <Yeah>. whole song <laughs> so and it's not like the other guitarist was a terrible solo player. No. Is the other is. guitarist is an amazing solo player. Yeah. So it's, I love Dave. Oh, I love it's, Dave so much. All right. Guitarist. <laughs> Who do you got next? Uh I have a song. Or uh the guitarist. I mean, this is probably one I think we maybe the next one we might share. Uh from Glenn Tipton. No. Okay. Uh, are we talking Painkiller? Yes. Yeah. 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 The Tapping? Which one does he play? The Tapping one or is that KK? He does. KK does the other one. So yeah. Glenn does the Tapping, the first Tapping one. I wish. Like, I wish. I wish that section went on just a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. It is insane how fast and technical that first solo starts off. It's just yeah. a sweep like across the fretboard and tapping like it just. It's super fast and it sounds amazing. And then the rest of the solo, like, it's kind of the same melody as the rest of the song, but the way they play, the way he plays it is different. It sounds like, I don't know, it just sounds really cool. So, yeah. No, I mean, that whole song is fucking technical on all fronts. But yeah, yeah. those that dual solo, yeah. I, I don't think you could have been wrong with either, either KK's or Glenn yeah. Tifton's. Yeah. But yeah, I love when that taffing comes in right at the beginning. And I'm, mm-hmm. every time it ends, I'm like, no, keep going a little yeah, bit longer. It's like another two or three seconds. Just do a little and then, more notes. And then his next part just blows your mind, too. Yeah. And you're like, God, okay, well, shit. <laughs> like, well, I guess he did. He just needed to slow it down for just a couple seconds and then get back into it. Yeah. So. All right. My next one mm-hmm. is played by Eddie Van Halen. Oh, man. But you won't be able to guess the song. Are you sure? A hundred percent. Can you tell me what album it's off of? Sure. Is it a Women and Children first? No. <laughs> well, on. I don't think it's Eruption because that's too easy. Um, it is off the album Thriller. Okay, I have no idea what song it is then. <laughs> Unless it is Thriller. No. <laughs> It's Beat It. Oh, Beat It. Yeah, that's that's the one I meant. Beat It. He asked, I think they asked somebody else to come in and do the solo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to remember who it is. And that person turned them down but said, hey, you, got you, sh- you should get Eddie Van Halen to do it. So Eddie comes in kind of by himself. I think he's sitting down with the engineer is how it goes. Yep. He's like, ah. Just, like, I don't really know what to do. He's always well, like, I know what to do, but... Uh, it's like it doesn't really fit mm-hmm. what I want to do. So he went in and pretty much rechanged the second half of the song to fit to fit solo. to fit the solo he wanted to do. And then he was worried that uh, <laughs> that Michael Jackson was going to come in and be like, "Get the fuck out of here for ruining my song," or yeah. you know, he's like, or he was just going to like Make he was going to like it. He's like, yeah, and he's like, he got came in. I right I finished. He came in. I played it for him. And he said, wow, that sounds amazing. Thanks for really caring about the song and not just writing the solo. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'm trying to find the... Like yeah. the history behind it? Uh, I have it, but I just... I also I like that uh, Van Halen thought it was a prank phone call. <laughs> yeah, you want to do a song with Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah, I can't find the exact quote, but yeah, that's pretty much what he says. He came in and said, "Hey, thanks for uh, you know really just caring about the song." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which, and I'm pretty sure he did it for free, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah, which is one of the great things I loved about Eddie Van Halen. Like, uh, he's one of my favorite guitarists. Yeah, Van Halen reported in 2015 that he also rearranged the song and asked Jones to edit the chord so his solo could be in the key of E. Mm-hmm. So. I, I don't know. I just really like that. That solo. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it would probably be one you'd find on the greatest solos of all time, but it's yeah. just to hear, like, what's basically like a pop song at the time. And then have that. And then all of a sudden, solo. yeah. And it's it's such a... You know who plays that solo the moment you hear it. Uh-huh. You're like, that's Eddie. Yep. It's like fucking Carrie King playing the solo on... <laughs> World Bane and Blood? No, on that Beastie Boys song. You're like, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, that's Carrie King. <laughs> oh, whammy bar and one string. But yeah, I think it's just a mix of cool. Yeah. So. Hey man, we got our, we got our friend back. Oh yeah, there's always spiders in this house. That's because they're good for things. You don't see any other bugs in this house though. That's true. That's true. I don't know if it's a spider. I think it's an ant. Either way. Oh, that is an ant. Huh. Well, okay, so I guess you do see other bugs in this house. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> um, all right, why don't you tell me what your next thing is while I do something that's totally not related to this ant. <laughs> all right. Uh, my next one, you'll probably guess right away from the guitarist, uh, Vivian Campbell. Oh man, is it Rainbow in the Dark? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> hey, that's on my list too. Is it that okay? Yeah. I was like, I know is we were either gonna have Painkiller or Rainbow in the Dark. I think we have one more. I also have Rainbow in the Dark, and I think I'm gonna agree with exactly why you're about to tell us. Because it's fast as fuck. It's fast as fuck, and it also <laughs> it fits but doesn't fit the song at the same <laughs> yeah. time. It is an amazing solo, just out of nowhere, and like he he goes way too hard on this solo. <laughs> well, he is like 18. Yeah. He's, he's like a, a Randy Rhodes. Yeah. Know? I mean, that song pumps you up to begin with anyways. Yeah. And then it I don't I don't know how to describe just how amazing like and just it keeps that energy and then it like raises it on top. <laughs> yeah. Of, you know, an already an already great song that pumps you up and gets you like I don't know, just loving it. So all right, well then, since I also had Rainbow in the Dark, I'll just talk. I love it for the exact same reason. Yeah. Like, that song already pumps you up when it comes to the chorus. Yeah. And Dio just belting it out. Yeah. That song has no business being that fucking good. <laughs> like. For real. And then you're right. Then you're like, man, this song can't get any better. Then he just comes in and just slays a solo <laughs> out of nowhere. And you're like, god damn. And, like, these are some of the best fucking musicians I've ever heard of. For real. Like. Dio's singing, the guitar work, the drum work, the bass work, the solo, like... <laughs> Everything is top-notch. Yeah. Let's see. That album came out in... Like, 82? Ah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. The album came out in 83. Okay. And Vivian Campbell was born in 62. So he's out there at 21, and it's his first <laughs> album he's ever he ever played on. Yeah. He has no reason to well, go that hard. 
Technically, I guess he played in one of the Robin Eden ones. But yeah, he just comes out of nowhere and just starts slaying. Yeah. And now that guy plays for Def Leppard. What a fall from grace. <laughs> Dude, Def Leppard is a heavy metal band, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think they were, I don't know, they are considered glam metal at some point. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard anything resembling metal by a Def Leppard ever. But yeah, dude, he just fucking he slays that fucking oh yeah solo. Great, great solo on it. So I don't know. Right. I guess we're back to you. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Even though you know what's crazy is that Dio hated that song. He didn't want to include it on the album because it was too poppy. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my god, that's like one of his top. If I think that next, is like next to Holy Diver, like his top song. Yeah. I couldn't imagine them not putting that on that album. But, yeah, alright. Uh, so that was seven. There's a music video for Rainbow in the Dark? Yeah, you've never seen it? No. <laughs> but I know what I've watched right after this. Yeah, we gotta watch it right after this. Alright. Um, my number seven, you, you kind of guessed earlier. Uh, it is Five Magics by yeah. Megadeth. I um, knew it was gonna be on there somewhere. Yeah. I, I struggled. I didn't... I didn't want to put Tornado Souls because like I like that solo, but it's not my favorite by Megadeth. But Five Magics also doesn't have like a singular solo that I really love. They have like eight solos in it that yeah. I really love. And they're all super technical, they're all super fast, they all like add a lot to the song. Rather than just being like I don't know, kinda like in Tornado where they build up to it and they're like, okay, here's the solo. Whereas in Five Magics, it's just like you're playing and then it just rips into a solo and then it plays and it rips into a solo. Like it's just sounds really cool and I love all of the solos in this. So it shows off how technical that album really yeah, is. Yeah, and both the guitar players on that album were. Yeah. I think the first solos are Freeman and then yeah. the later solos of Dave. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, right off the bat, you got it's four solos. You're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, all right, why? You and then he names hard? electricity as a magic, and that just ruins it for me. That ruins my immersion. <laughs> also, it has one of the worst Megadeth lines of "Wheel the wyverns in." <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have to make sense, man. No, but <laughs> what is it? He says like thermatology, electricity. Um, Electricity. Well, those are the last two ones because then it's master yeah. all of these. Yeah. Magic, if you please, bring him to his knees. I don't know. I have to. I'm already ahead of you, oh, but I put a Z instead of an S, so you know it's we street out here. <laughs> Five magics. <laughs> wheel the wyvern. Oh yeah, the Vestal Virgins wheel the wyverns in. <laughs> oh yeah, give me alchemy, give me wizardry, give me sorcery, thermatology. Electricity, magic, if you please, master all of these. Oh, okay. Bring him to his knees. Five. Sorry, <laughs> got a little too much into my. That sounds almost just like him. On the... I was listening to that on my way here. I was like, God, Dave, you sound so bad singing this. I'm but... so glad he took singing lessons after that album, but I also wish he took them before that album. <sighs> but then we wouldn't have the masterpiece, yeah. <laughs> the singing masterpiece on Rust in Peace. So. All right, what's your what's your number six? Oh yeah, because I we did Rainbow in the Dark. Yeah. All right, mine is by George Harrison. I know the name. 
but I don't know the song. Well, I mean, there's a lot of songs that he yeah. could have wrote on. There's a song written by George Harrison, mm-hmm. considered to be on par, if not one of the best, or on par with a lot of the Lennon-McCartney songs they wrote for the Beatles, Yep. but considered to be one of the Beatles' just best songs. Yep. And it's, it's called Something. Okay. And it's not a very technical solo. It's not mm-hmm. anything overly flashy. It just fits the song so well. well. And just shows you what a good songwriter and guitarist Harrison was, but just so overshadowed by mm-hmm. Lennon and McCartney. And rightfully so. They wrote so many good songs. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's just a classic like love song, but it's just written so well. I think it's sang by McCartney, but it's all written by Harrison. And that solo just is like the good example of like, you don't need to have the flashiest or the fastest guitar solo. Yep. It just needs to fit your song. Like you don't need to get up there and shred four thousand notes in forty five seconds. Come on, man! I watched the guy do that for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you just need to be able to write a solo yeah, that fits that your song. Fits amazing, and and I look forward to the solo every time it comes up. But mm-hmm. it's just it just fits so. I can't believe how well it fits. And I mean, the song is just it's good. So yep. the solo is good, and the surrounding song is good, which just makes. That the solo look even better. Yeah. So. I'll have to check that one out. I don't know a lot of the Beatles or. It's off Abbey Road. So. It's called something. So if you can't remember, it's that it's that song. It's just something. something. What's what's it called? Something. But yeah, yeah. It's a very good song. <laughs> All right. So that was six, right? Yeah. So I'm on five. Yeah. Wait. Right. Do I not have ten songs in here? Which songs do I have in here? I have ten songs, and we did... So I did Holy Wars, Beat It, Something, Rainbow, Rainbow in the, in the dark. dark. So that's yeah. four. Okay. Yeah. So then... Yeah. Sorry. No, Math hard, bro. Yeah. And All I, right. I don't have these in a list. I just have them in a Spotify playlist. Yeah. That's how I, I made mine. So I can't, like, cross them out as I go. Yeah. Um. All right. So my next one is kind of in the same vein as uh, yours. Uh, it's very unexpected guitarist uh joe perry so aerosmith yep i had <laughs> no idea is it a big song it's one of their big songs off their biggest album Shit, i don't know I, that i mentioned much. it before and this on this podcast yeah um i'm not that big of an aerosmith fan yeah so the only ones that come to mind are like sweet emotion and yeah the, is it sweet emotion no. oh no it's uh crazy by aerosmith yeah i wouldn't even know like I don't even know what album their biggest. I do laugh that like their biggest song, Dream On, was off their debut album, and then they just re-recorded it because yeah. it got bigger and put it on the next album. Yeah, and then the what was Armageddon, right? Armageddon. That's a way. That's like yeah. But that like blew their popularity up again. Back off again, yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, I. That's a good movie. I have loved that song like crazy for. That's like really the only Aerosmith song that I really really enjoy. And I don't know why it, it's just like a sad kind of love song. Sad for and the then the solo kicks in. Like whenever whenever I listen to this song, I think of the music video, and it's uh, it's about two girls that like I guess they're in love or something like that. But um, they just do random stupid stuff throughout, and then the solo kicks in, and you can kind of like picture 
when you listen to it, like, this love that you're supposed to feel. I don't know. Um, but it's just, I really enjoy listening to that solo, yeah. and it's one that I always will randomly just think of while I'm just doing whatever. Like, I won't even listen to the whole song, and I'll just listen to that solo. So. That's how I feel about the solo for something. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Maybe I'll check the song out. I don't think I've heard that. Oh, not that big of a Aerosmith fan. Yeah. That's, like I said, like, the other songs are okay, but I will I will listen to this song probably for the rest of my life, whereas all the other ones, like, if it comes on, yeah, I'm going to listen fair. to it, whatever. All right. All right, what do you got next? My next song is probably a top ten solo of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely... If there was Hotel another, California. if there was another song on this album on this list that we'll share, I assume it's going to be this one. Yeah, it's played by Kirk Hammett. Okay, what do you what do you got? What do you think? Faded Black. You would think, right? Yeah. No, the other bigger one. 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 Okay. Which, like I said, is probably a top ten solo. Yeah. Again, it's heavy, it's fast, it's technical, but it just fits the damn song so so well. well. Yep. And There's a reason why. That song is one of their best Metallica songs. I thought of some other Metallica songs I want to put on. Fade to Black came. Uh, for some reason, even though the song is not that good and nobody likes the song, The Unforgiven Three. I just, I just like Kirk's solo in it. It's not even, it's not even a good solo. I don't know. Just it's the just solo, yeah. The solo I just like. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think one is just, just an amazing solo. Yeah. And it does the same thing Holy Wars does, right? Like it builds up to it, and yeah. right when you think it's gonna happen, yeah. it doesn't again, and then. Builds up, doesn't happen. Builds up, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. just rips out this really good solo. Yeah. So, I agree. That's a. I don't know. Really good one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most people have heard that solo in their life. Yeah. If you've listened to any sort of hard rock slash metal. Yeah. Or watched any music videos on MTV at some point in your life. Well, what do you mean music videos on MTV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. When did they stop showing? Music? Probably about '93. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit later than that. Because TRL was still a thing you'd rush home to watch in the early 2000s. Yeah. God, music, television. What a novel concept, huh? We should make a new streaming service that's music television. Do it. Let's do it. Only music videos. <laughs> yeah, because ain't nobody else doing that. And why Why pay for that when you can just watch them on YouTube? YouTube, yeah. Or Vivo. Just essentially just YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you got next? For right. number five my number next my number next huh yeah is that after before or after beginning both <laughs> it's in between um all right we we kind of talked about this one already um it's the reason why i decided to do this list did you actually put it on there yeah i actually put november rain on here by slash we were we were Saul talking Hudson. we were yeah we were talking about that before yeah. i was like i don't really like the solo but god just watching him walk yeah. out looking like yeah. a badass one of the one of the reasons why i really like it is because like you said in the music video just looks cool as hell <laughs> yeah um but also um the story behind some of this is that uh nobody except for axel really wanted to do this song because it's shocking unlike anything that guns and roses has ever done um and when Slash finally was convinced to do it, um, he didn't come up with this solo like like he didn't write it. He improvised the entire thing. So all of the solos in this song are improvised. Like he didn't write any of them before they recorded it, and then 
what he came up with is what they recorded. So I think that's really great and shows Slash is a really good guitarist. Like yeah, one of the best rock guitarists in history. So yeah, I really enjoy all three of them. Well, one one I think is one and three are like tied, and then the second one's kind of like, yeah. I think yeah. that's true. Yeah. So, but yeah, I really love mostly because of the the fact that it was improvised. Like he just came up with it on the spot, so it's perfect. Yeah, just one of those legendary guitar solos. Yeah, and I think the music video also just helps push it <laughs> forward because God, he just looks so cool. Yeah. So, all right, all right, what do you got next, Andy? I got a solo by John Frusciante. Never heard of him. Yeah, because <laughs> we've know. seen him. Well, we haven't seen him live. We've seen the band. They is famous for it live. Yeah. Should be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Um, and I put Scar Tissue. There's a lot of other good ones I could have put, but I don't know. I, again, Scar Tissue is just, it's not fast. It's not technical. I kind of actually Very think it line. uses the slide. So... I mean, it's yeah. definitely solo, but yeah. it just fits the song so well. Yeah. A song that's it's not a fast tempo song. It's a pretty mild tempo song. Mm-hmm. And it's just, again, it looks cool in the music video. He plays it on like a broken guitar. Yeah. But it's just a good, solid solo. For a guy who's written a lot of good, solid solos, mm-hmm. who is, I think, an underrated guitarist. Well, he's his band's not underrated, but I think the, him and his abilities as a songwriter is underrated because you look at Red Hot Chili Peppers before he joins mm-hmm. they had this weird funk band, band yeah. no not kind of they are a funk band <laughs> and then he joins and they just started writing these hits and it's just like album after album mm-hmm. until he leaves and then Dave Navarro joins and Dave Navarro <laughs> and then he comes back and it's just like hit after hit yeah yeah. and he leaves and this album's alright and I'm very interested to see their new album when he's back but mm-hmm. Yeah. Another top selling album. Maybe. I heard the one song off and I was like, right, it's okay. Yeah. But I really love the solo for Scar Tissue. Yeah. It's a really good one. I haven't listened to that song in a while, so I'd have to freshen up on it again. But I do really like that song by them. So. Alright. Alright. What you got for number four? Four, three, two, one. Alright. Um. All right, I'm gonna do this one as number four. Uh, I will do the one by Kirk Hammett. Fade to black. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I I have said before on this podcast that like one is my favorite song, but I mean to say that I think it's their best song. Um, but my favorite song by Metallica is Fade to Black, um, because of the solos in it, because it's just. I think it has. It's a really powerful song, with the lyrical content, but I don't like to listen to it a lot because it's very sad. Like, you know, it's about suicide and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, but overall, the guitar work, on this from the first solo after like, ten seconds in, and then this little solo in the middle, and then the solo and the outro, like they're all fantastic. So, I really love that song but don't listen to it too much listen to it a bunch yeah but don't listen don't take the lyrics to heart yeah so alright what do you got next I have a song yeah with a solo 
it's not technically on a guitar okay and so i can't exactly tell you who played it Mm -hmm. because it's a bunch of different things put together a bunch of instruments yeah little vocal box Mm. talk box i don't think there is a talk box in it there there might might be um i thought for the longest time i was trying to find some shit up here for it real quick Mm-hmm. It's technically a synth solo, so, but it's not only a synthesizer. Okay. Um, this band has used real music or real instruments in their shit before, but uh, mm-hmm. not yet. That would be the album after this one. I was gonna say, I feel like I know who it is. Then who is it? Daft Punk. It is Daft Punk. Uh, is it um? What is it? Uh, hold on. Hold Uh, I I can I can picture the solo in my head, but I can't think of the name. Um, Aerodynamic? No. No. It is Digital Love. Digital. Okay. I know what and it's a song that. I've always really liked because of the solo. Yep. Like, and it's 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 a five minute song, and the solo doesn't happen until like I think end of minute three or the beginning of minute four. So it's at yeah. the end of the song. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just love that solo and. I mean, I don't think it... It sounds exactly like it's written on a guitar. Mm-hmm. I think now, once I know it, I kind of hear it, I'm like, okay. Now it's... You know it's... Not. Yeah. But it's, it, it could honestly sound like a guitar that was written through some amp filters or a pedal mm-hmm. or something, you know? Yeah, just super distorted or something. Yeah. And if you look up that solo, there's just countless, countless videos of everybody playing it on a guitar. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, again, not technically played by anybody, but when you said favorite solos, this was like the second song after Holy Wars to go on the list. Yeah, yeah. Because again, it just fits the song really well and it, it sounds actually kind of technical but yeah. it's just good and it's it's again a build up to a solo that levels out and just makes a song good. So mm-hmm. I agree. That's a, that's a really good one. But yeah, like you said, they didn't use any uh, real, well, real, you know, yeah. quotes, instruments. So uh, They wouldn't use, yeah, guitars and I'm sure they use some drums, but the next album after that, yeah, uses a bunch. Mm-hmm. So, all right, what do you got for three? All right, this is gonna be out of left field here. Um, this is a song. Oh, by... you you think you got a song coming out of left field? Just wait. Yeah. Okay. All right, I got a song by Ted Nugent. Oh, I'm still farther. <laughs> You're in shallow left field. Really? I'm coming out the stands. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you know what song? It's got to be Stranglehold. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's, this is one that I kind of also thought, like, when I started thinking about this, I was like, you know, I really liked Stranglehold. And then I listened to it again, and I was like, yeah, it's just really cool. Like, it's it's like a five-minute solo, and it just, like, the whole song, it just kind of sounds like psychedelic. Like, the dude just smoked a ton of pot, and <laughs> then he just kind of winged the whole solo but it sounds really cool and all the effects that he uses on his guitar and things like i i love just listening and just kind of like vibing out to it like it's not super technical um it's not like i don't know flashy or anything it just sounds really cool and he has some really cool effects that he uses on his guitar and then they got that bass line in the background just kind of driving the whole thing just kind of like a groove session so I want to start this by saying fuck Ted Nugent and oh. everything Ted Nugent stands for. 
I mean, I I I agree. I, I, I agree. Yes. But I love that Stranglehold is Ted Nugent's <laughs> most popular song, and he prides himself as being a guitar and a singer, and he doesn't even sing Stranglehold. Yeah. It's the other guitarist. <laughs> For me, that'll always be great. For a guy who shit his pants to get out of going numb. <laughs> To then brag about everybody should do their duty and guns and everything. Oh, <laughs> fuck Ted Nugent and pedophile self. But anyways, I think it's a great solo. I yes, agree with you. Yes, I agree with everything. Separating the music from the artist, but yeah, fuck Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go on my fuck Ted Nugent rant there for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Andy, what do you got next? For number three? Yeah. I have a solo by a guy whose solos I normally just don't like. Mm-hmm. Tom Morello. Okay. Because I don't really like the way he plays his solos. I think he's a good guitarist and he writes good yeah. riffs and all that. But I always hate the way he kind of does his noise. Like, sounds like a try to be like a DJ scratching on the. Yep. But therefore, I think this solo from Like a Stone fits really well mm-hmm. to the song. Okay. But God, some of his solos, I'm like, like what is it? this? Yeah. And I mean, even Like a Stone is kind of like that, where it's just like, eh, yeah. Sounds like World Pain and Blood, but with more <laughs> feedback. But. I don't know. I just I think it's just again it fits the song, mm-hmm. really well. Really well. So I don't. Yeah. This was kind of. A, I want to say filler, but one of the last few I put on this list of like yeah I really did like that solo. Yeah. So. You know when you said feedback, I immediately thought of that Testament concert. Oh my god, dude! I felt like I was gonna go deaf. I, in my I felt like my head was gonna ex- explode from the inside. Oh, I guess that would be an explosion. Implosion would <laughs> be the other way. But. God, my. That was just, too just much. Just our right ear has just. Oh my god! It was a great concert, but Jesus. You know, I'm gonna save my one out of left field for last. I think that's what that's what I'm gonna do too. Um, all right, so my number two here. Um, you'll probably be able to get it from the guitarist, uh, David Gilmour. Ooh, well, there's so many that David Gilmour played on. Mm-hmm. Probably their biggest. Oh, Is it second biggest hit? You. T- I'm gonna say it. No, hold on. I want to think. Is it? It's not Dark Side of the Moon. Is it? No. no. So is it what you were here? No. Okay then. Comfortably no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to just sit here and keep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guessing. Yeah. So um, yeah, comfortably numb. So I, I really like. The Roger Waters version that's live in like Berlin or something. It's mm-hmm. from the Departed soundtrack, um, and uh, I really love the way that it sounds. They just like up his amp to like eleven, and the song the solo is super like sad, with the context of the song about somebody who's like suffering and you know going through pain and all these things like that and somebody's saying you know just take this and you know all your pain will go away whatever but um i put the lot or the the album version down because at the end of the first solo there's like this little part where it stops and then when the vocals come back in he does this little like um guitar squeal into the like the vocals so it sounds really well done together? I don't know. I think the first solo is my favorite, but they also have a great one at the end. So, this song in general has some really good 
solos and I really enjoy it. So fair enough. I've I've never actually listened to Dark Side of the Moon or really any Pink Floyd albums other than I've heard the big hits. Yeah, that's all I've listened to too. So but I'm always interested in doing it but feel like I don't smoke enough weed to enjoy. I agree. (laughs) Alright, yeah. Comfortably numb. What do you got next, Andy? For For number number two, two, I have it's really two solos, but they're back to back. It's it's twin lead solos Mm -hmm. by Dave Murray and Adrian Smith. I know Adrian Smith, but I don't I can't remember who Dave Murray is. It's a band that always ends up it's a metal band that always ends up on my list. It is Iron Maiden. Uh I'll tell you what, it's a song about what not to do if a bird shits on you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know then. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Okay. The solos come, again, I'm a sucker for songs that build up into great solos. Mm -hmm. And this song builds up for the first 45 minutes, Mm -hmm. then minute 46 to minute 50. Mm -hmm. It's not really, it's 14 minutes, but it feels long. (laughs) Has that like not breakdown but like that interlude that's what I'm looking for interlude of like it's kind of like quiet you can hear the ships creaking yeah. they have the poem read and they're playing that bass and it kind of comes out of that bass and it picks up steam again yeah. and it does what Lost in Vegas hates and has that galloping beat <laughs> Jesus I'm never gonna get over, I'm never gonna get over that oh yeah on top of singing out of key yeah. and being too operatic and theatrical yeah and not changing it up enough not changing it up and there's not enough transitions even though this comes right out of a good transition yeah and then as it picks up speed and right when it like crests that hill mm-hmm. it rips into these two great guitar solos and then the rest of the song from there stays at that high level yeah and i love it just for that you know the song is 14 fucking minutes yeah and it takes you eight of those 14 <laughs> minutes i think to get to the solo yeah but <laughs> Dad, lost in vegas story. is just so wrong with Lost they're, in Vegas. They're they're just so wrong with their opinion of Maiden. Yeah, I agree. But um, speaking of fourteen minute songs, though. Oh, so this is Peter Frampton. <laughs> How'd you guess, man? Because <laughs> you texted me the other day too, but I knew this would be on your list either way. Yes, Peter Frampton's "Do You Feel Like We Do," the live version from Frampton Comes Alive, because the album version is not good. See, I I feel like this is where we differ. Yeah. I do not like this song or the solos. I really? like the song for the first, like, two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then when you just kind of... And it just drags on, and I don't care for the solos at all. Really? So we do differ a little bit here. Yeah. I, I normally turn the song off. After the first, like, <laughs> After minutes. the first little bit. Yeah. Once it gets to the live version, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I... Um... Yeah, I had a different song on here Thank on this you. list. So sorry. And I and I do like the solos in that song, but I was like, man, this is this is a bad choice. And I was thinking of just like going randomly through all these songs that I know and I was and then uh um I can't remember what sparked me to listen to this song again, but then I listened to it and I was like, I love all of these solos in this song. Like I I just love the the fact that it's live and it sounds amazing, and then you got the crowd that you can hear in the background that just kind of like pump Peter Frampton up to just kind of drag it on. Yeah. And he does little solos here and there. Um, 
and then when he brings in like the talk box and everything and like does kind of solos off of that I think it sounds really cool um, but like Bob Mayo has a great solo in here the Bob, keyboard Bob Mayo and yeah. keys Bob Mayo everybody um, you know he has a great solo in the beginning you know the keyboard has a great solo even the bass has a solo like towards the end that's like a two second thing but it kind of sounds really cool and then he has the great solo at the outro like I think this song has some of my favorite solos just to vibe out to listen and you know have a good time fair enough so is that your last one yeah that's okay. my number one perfect yeah then we're coming right out of left field with this next one <laughs> yeah what you got uh, it's technically a solo play by what I assume is a session musician. Uh-huh. I'll give you the album, and I'll see if you can even get the band. It's off the album Millennium. God, is it Insane or Backstreet Boys? It's Backstreet Boys. Oh God. There's um, a s- I don't. I have no idea. There's a solo on the song "Larger Than Life." That's right. And it's right yep. at the end, and yeah. for whatever reason. <laughs> It all it just it's just a shred solo, but it fits the song so well of a band you would not I think about that. has a fucking solo in it. Like and not only like a solo, it has a shred yeah. like almost metal style solo in it. Yeah. In a pop fucking song of a boy band. I, yeah. It just makes me laugh and it pumps me up and I don't know, I just really like that solo. Yeah, yeah. So of a, especially from a band you would not expect yeah. to have anything near that. So mm-hmm. So yeah, Larger Than Life by Backstreet Boys. (laughs) I forgot, I genuinely forgot about that. Yes. I haven't listened to that song in so long. No, I thought of it when I was thinking of songs of solos, and I was like, I should put that Backstreet Boys song in there. (laughs) Because I do, I do enjoy it. Yeah. But also, it's like, it's so out of left field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would not have guessed that you would have put Backstreet Boys on this list. So. So. All right, that was a good that was a good list. Yeah. All right, Andy. What do you got next? So ironically this this episode was inspired by a text I sent you. <laughs> We're literally going back the other way. Yeah. Of a episode inspired by a text you sent me. Yeah. What do we got? We're gonna make our own buzz ballad playlist. Oh shit. <laughs> I want your top ten favorite ballads. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, all right. Oh, that's going to be hard. I feel like they're all going to be 80 songs. Well, yeah, because 90% of the battles I've ever written in life were coming out of the 80s, the 80s. Glam metal scene. But as soon as you said that, also, have you looked at the track list for Buzz Bounds? It has some pretty good bangers on it. Yeah, but it also has songs that you're yeah. like, these aren't even... Yeah. That and the, the 2009 version, like, bro, like some of these aren't even ballads. But yeah, yeah so we're going to make our own Buzz Ballad album. Did I just when uh yeah when I and I was like don't forget about buzz ballads and then I went and I looked up the commercial and I was like it just starts off with stained and, and it has like it's all these other random songs on it. I was like those those commercials back then were oh yeah then now that's what I call music yeah buzz ballads <laughs> get two CDs for twenty ninety or nineteen ninety nine yeah nineteen ninety five two payments of nineteen ninety five yeah. call to order now. But wait, if you order with a credit card, we'll throw in a bonus CD. Yeah. And it's always some random ass shit. Uh, so yeah, days. we're making buzz ballads. Top buzz 10 ballad songs. Alright, alright. Favorite. So, not yeah. 
like you said, your favorite guitar solo is not the highest rated yeah, yeah. ballads of Our all time. Ones. Yeah, so look out for Buzz Ballads 2022 coming to you next time you listen to this. I was right. going to say next week, but that's a whole other episode. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right.